Hello and welcome to this uh, E3 uh, special episode of Negativity, as I'm calling it. Uh, I am uh, Scott Weinson, and I've got eh, D. Gergen with us. Oh man. And then uh, go rant, rant, Buell. Okay, that works. That's great. Yeah. So you, you kind of threw a wrench in there, Grant, because I wasn't planning on you being here, so I had some worked up for other people. I was hoping Carmine, because I thought Carwine would be pretty easy. Uh, that was yeah, masterful. Yours, that was yours, <laughs> yours was tough. But thank you. So yes, uh, we're here, and I think we're feeling a little better today than uh, for the uh, post-presser yesterday. Um, I think the, I, I think the I think sting is at least a little bit a little bit worn off. Maybe it's not quite so fresh. Yeah, I, I agree. I think if that hadn't been recorded immediately following the press conference, maybe it would have been a little more upbeat, um, but probably not much. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're here. We're going to talk about the uh, the 3D S uh, press conference that just went on, um, where they talked about pretty much games we already knew about, but you know showed a lot of gameplay and revealed some details and stuff. So I guess that was interesting enough. Um, so let's, I guess, just kind of go right in order, and let's start with Castlevania Lords of Shadow Mirror of Fate, which is the dumbest name. Yeah, yeah. can we put a legal, like, a legal limit on number of subtitles? Can we, can we work on that? Because we need that. I'll tell you, whichever presidential uh, candidate gets behind this, I mean, they've got I'm going vote. for them. Yeah. I just really wish Castlevania was a game franchise that had, like, two or three names in the series name already, so, like, like Call of Duty, Lords of Shadow, Mirror of Fate would be even better. We need, we need like, seven or eight-letter acronym to, 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 uh, to describe this game. That would be fantastic. Yeah, that would be awesome. And then if it got ported to another system, they could do, like, Armored Edition at the end of it, and yeah. it would just, yeah, it would be perfect. Castlevania, yes. Lords of Shadow, Mirror of Fate, Dream Drop Distance? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Three, six, five. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. the game, the game looked, the game looked really cool, actually. That was one of my favorite ones of the whole thing. Um, and I haven't played Lords of Shadow at all. I don't know really anything about it. But, um, I, I don't know. The, it looked, the graphics were, uh, were nice. The two and a half D stuff was really cool. I was kind of hoping it would be still a 2D mostly game. It looks like it is. It is. I um, mean, I was, yeah, I was afraid they were gonna go with sort of maybe like a Metroid Other M kind of game where it's, kind of 2D style gameplay, but in a very clearly 3D map, and I didn't really want that for a Castlevania game, so um, I'm happy they didn't do that, and I'm, I'm looking forward to playing this. I think I'm a little I'm a little more um, looking forward to this now than I was maybe before I'd seen some gameplay video. Yes, because the screenshots from yeah, that were like scanned from that Nintendo Power looked awful. I mean, I saw those, and it just like inspired no confidence whatsoever. Just like bland and sort of lifeless, but when you see it in motion, I mean, it actually looks really great and like you said Andy like seeing it that it is really 2D um and it's not like Metroid where you're it's sort of 2D but you can still move around a 3D space like in this it seems like you're on a track you know that you can't really move you know throughout the environment I'm kind of digging the uh, the comparisons to Castlevania 3 uh, both the fact that it features Trevor Belmont and Alucard and two other characters that's already like very much in line with Castlevania 3 which was very much the best one on the NES uh, I really like Castlevania 3, and Castlevania 3 was one of the very first Castlevania games that gave you freedom of choice in terms of where you went in the game. Like, you could pick different stages, there was different paths to go through to get to the very end, so it could be a, a bit of an homage to that game, which would be cool, because that was a could great be. game. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. I think it looks I think it looks really good. I, I, I don't know why I interjected, I don't have anything else to say. 
<laughs> did you notice that weird moment at the end of the trailer where, like, it's like the trailer's over, but then there's like 20 seconds of this monster throwing other oh, monsters yeah. off of him, and then the trailer ends. It was weird. <laughs> I didn't get that. It did that w- make sense to me, but that's that was really weird. I guess because it was kind of like slapstick and funny. Maybe they just wanted to end kind yeah, of like a was, funny, like quirky note. But, but it was long. It was, <laughs> yeah. And that, I don't really feel like that's a funny, quirky game. No, no. not really. So no. it was kind of odd. Yeah, it was, it was a, a weird fit. But uh, the crowd seemed to like it. <laughs> yeah. Based on when they cut back and you could hear the audience laughing. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I. I I don't know. I'm definitely looking forward to it more than I was. That's one of my yeah. That's one of the better looking ones there. I, I uh, I'll probably pick that up. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on. Uh, then there was Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. Um, I don't know. What you guys? What you guys think? I never played the original. Me neither. Luigi's Mansion. I, I played, played it, it very briefly. Okay. It so, looks cool though. Um, I don't know. I kind of want to go find the original and then and then try this. It looks like looks fun. Looks like a lot of a lot of exploration. Puzzle solving type stuff. Um, it looks funny. I don't know. I, I uh, I'm kind of excited for it. Yeah, me too. Like I, I think maybe now I could go back to Luigi's Mansion, but I think at the time I was probably, I don't know, like 15 maybe when the GameCube launched, and so it was kind of like I, it was seemed so like kitty that yeah. I think I just avoided it on principle alone and just concentrated on Smash Brothers, which came which came out like a month later. Um, but I I'm, I feel like now I could go back and really enjoy it, and this this trailer makes me think so. Um, it, it just I don't know. It looks kind of like cutesy and just just fun. I think the so, um the, the the franchise did a really good job of giving Luigi more personality than we'd previously seen from him, and uh, the, the the trailer for for this game seems to really continue that. I'm, I I know the original game had that had something they called the Game Boy Horror, which was a way to it was it was like a mini map mode displayed on a virtual Game Boy on screen. Um, I wonder if there will be some sort of, like, I don't know, local co-op play that has sort of the same thing. You know, you have, a, you have another player who can help you out. They haven't, they didn't talk about network functionality for anything tonight, really, except for Mario. Um, Mario. Yeah. And even, like, and also, on top of that, they didn't, they didn't talk about online for anything at all, uh, which right. is a little concerning, but... Yeah, that's true. But I, I guess most of these games don't really lend themselves to online multiplayer. You know, the games that were offered I, up in this. They didn't I, show any racing. They didn't show any fighting games. Um, I don't know. They mostly seem to be single-player type games. Right? I kind of feel like there's a lot of room for multiplayer in Luigi's Mansion if you give if you gave some thought to it. I mean, yeah, the, sure. there is like a main campaign mode, but I, I feel like there are ways to make that a experience for more, for more than one person. It would be an asynchronous multiplayer experience. Um, because yeah, I was going to say, well, for that, you can just go to Nintendo Land, like a, and uh, like a, it's all right yeah, there for you. In fact, that's actually a really good example. They could put something like that into the, the DS game, but I suppose they're not going to do that because they're focused on delivering that for the Wii U. But I, right. I, I think it looks pretty good. I, I'm not super excited about it, but I will probably check it out when it comes out regardless. Yeah. A demo would be nice. All right. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, as was kind of a theme throughout, um, the trailer is already available on the eShop right now. Um, so I guess you can at least watch that. And they did. I, I guess I missed it, but it's in Lindemann's show notes here. And I saw other people talking about it, but it will be available uh, retail and download. Um, so that's kind of cool. I think that makes me more likely to buy it. I think I wouldn't necessarily go to a store to buy it, but just sitting, seeing it sitting there in the eShop, like one night, I'd... I can easily see myself just yeah. like 
spontaneously purchasing it. So. Yeah, I'm kind of the same do way. Do we know yet? Do we know yet if the do we know if the prices are going to be different on those releases? On any I, be- I believe either Iwata or someone said that they're going to be the same. Uh, but the difference is yeah. they're going to have digital codes for sale or download codes for sale right. in stores, and those could go on clearance for, at some point. Who knows? But the sure, the, the the impulse buy from directly from the eShop will probably be a full forty dollars for this. The I would same. imagine. And then uh, next was Disney Epic Mickey Power of Illusion. Yeah, this uh, this looked really like um, I don't know Game Boy Advance like level. I mean, like I don't know in terms of the graphics. I, I didn't expect it. It was a straight up two D platformer, and I didn't didn't expect that. Yeah, it's one of those things we're probably seeing it like this. Doesn't really do it as much justice as when you see it on the screen, and yeah. probably with probably with 3D. With on. 3D, sure. I felt like um, which I wouldn't probably play with the 3D anyway, but I felt like Mario or Mario. I'm sorry. Mickey. I felt like Mickey moved really slowly in this game. Like yeah, and I, I think you talked about that yesterday. Yeah, in the, uh, and they just the just kind of drove the point home when I watched more of it. I did love seeing some like old Disney video game stages, like the Aladdin. I recognize the Aladdin stage. Um, oh yeah, easy. Yeah. So uh, that's. And then actually, I I I, t- I I was just gonna say I tweeted out to see if anyone had any comments they wanted us to read, and um, uh, I guess we can call him friend of the show at this point. He writes us all the time, but um, Shayman or Donald or whatever name yeah. he goes by at the moment, um, he tweeted me and he said he saw uh, Scrooge McDuck in the teaser, and if that's a hint that there's uh, a Ducktales level, he's going to buy a million copies. That would um, be which is amazing. funny because. Yeah, because sure. just just last uh, last real proper episode in the Jeopardy segment, we were talking about the Ducktales game and how great the music was for the moon level. Um, so yeah, that would be awesome. And like you said, the Aladdin. Um, I mean, yeah, uh, for me, Aladdin alone <laughs> kind of makes me want to get it. I've, and um, I still never played through. I do agree that. What's that? I was gonna say I still never played through Epic Mickey for Wii. I've been sitting on it for months. And I've never bothered to put it in the Wii. Uh, one of these days, I'm going to play because I really like the idea behind it, uh, and the idea behind this new one looks really cool too. I just I'm I'm a little skeptical of the the small amounts of gameplay they showed. Right, there was a drawing yeah. mechanic where you draw stuff, uh, I guess, and it goes up to the top screen, and it looked like all of that stuff was very, like you know, basic or very shallow. Like you, there's a cannon, so you, you scribble on the bottom of the screen in a cannon thing, and then in a cannon outline, and then it pops up and you get in the cannon, you know. I, I, I could be wrong, it was very brief, but it seemed like every, all of that stuff was, like, just laid out, and you just did what it asked you to do, and then, you, right. you know what I mean? Right, like, there's no telling if maybe in later stages you can you have any option of things to draw. Right, maybe there's um, more than one way to solve a puzzle, and then, right. or, or something like that, I don't know. Uh, it didn't seem that way, but I, you know, it was it was short. Yeah, I, w- I will say though, Andy, um, if I remember correctly, the uh, sort of the old Mario games on Sega, especially um, Castle of Illusion, which this seems do you mean the, sort of a do sequel you mean the to, old Mickey games? Uh, what did I say? Then he said Mario. <laughs> God damn, I'm gonna keep doing that, just like you did that. Uh, they aren't the same. This is true. Uh, the old Mickey games, he did move rather slow. Yeah. Um, so I think that's kind of true to how it was. My guess is um, it's something you get used to after playing it for a little while. It just seemed a little a little jarring so. at first. Yeah, when you do when you do watch it, especially after like watching trailers from Mario and stuff, and like and yeah. Castlevania, and then you see kind of Mickey just sort of plodding around. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, po- it's, it's possible to build good platformers with slow characters. I think um, I only played the demo, but I've heard that Mutant Muds the character is really slow and it's still like really awesome. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, shit. Yeah. Mega Man's pretty yeah, slow. Mega Man's slow. It just depends on how you build the levels. Yeah. And he he's made a few games, so uh, one or two. Yeah, just a few. So then after that um, was, I guess, pro- I think for me the most surprising um, and exciting game that was shown, and that was Paper Mario Sticker Star. That looks cool. That looks great. It really does. Like you know, I've played I've played all the Paper Mario games to this point, but I think because it's been so long, and since the last one really wasn't like a true Paper Mario game, since they did try to do the sort of the platforming thing mostly. Um, seeing this and and just seeing sort of the uh, the way you interact with the environment and the even just the sticker mechanic, it kind of got me really excited. Yeah, I definitely think it's a really cool twist on on the RPG. I don't know that I'm gonna play it just because I don't play a lot of RPGs these days. But if I ever was gonna play one, it'd probably be on 3DS. So it looks great though. I, I bet the 3D in that game is phenomenal. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it just looks. I mean, even they were kind of like playing with, around with it. It kind of reminded me like uh, Battletoads on NES, or even uh, Turtles in Time on Super Nintendo with uh, the Koopa who got thrown into the screen when he got hit with the hammer and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, yeah it seems like they're definitely having a lot of fun and sort of exploiting the 3D. Um, I like the way it seems. You don't just use those um, stickers in uh, battles, which I thought was going to be the case, but you also use them to solve puzzles and like when you found the guy and, and he had to replace his flowers and he goes down and he puts flowers in like that kind of thing seems you know pretty cool like there's a lot of things that they could do outside of just just you know combat with that stuff right or even using those stickers to interact with the environment like using the giant fan to blow the windmill to get into sure. the you know into the into the door right um and stuff like that so yeah it, it seems very uh kind of thoughtful Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm excited about that. And even the dialogue seemed kind of funny. Like there's only a little bit with the uh, with the toad who was crying about his flowers, but it seems well written, which is sort of the uh, the motif for these Paper Mario games. So. Sure, I would I'm say I, I would say maybe overwritten is the motif. I uh, I gave up on I gave up on both Thousand Year Door and Super Paper Mario because they just were too wordy. And there there is there is a lot. Super Paper Mario was re- egregious with it. I mean, it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> So that's, I don't know, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, after that, they kind of brought out some third-party stuff, um, starting with Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance, which, if you don't know, is for uh, the 3D, oh. if you didn't get that, yeah. Dream Drop Distance. So Let's pick three. I want to pick three random words out of the dictionary in the D section and then and <laughs> yeah, right. turn them into a game. It doesn't matter. Now, I, I've heard that this is, like, a proper Kingdom Hearts sequel, not really a spinoff. I've heard this is the next... Advancement of the of the of the plot. I mean, that doesn't mean much to me because I've never played a single game in the series. Right. But I really did Neither. like what they showed in the in the the teaser. Yeah, Neil Neil and I got a chance to actually play this at PAX. Um, we went to like a little Square Enix uh, function that was going on, and that, that's what they were kind of um, touting. You know, that it was the the a, a proper sequel, not really a spinoff. Although, why it's not just Kingdom Hearts three? Then I mean, maybe that's the three in the three D. I don't know. <laughs> I, I really don't know, but uh, it, it's pretty good. I only got to play the Tron level, um, but if you like Kingdom Hearts, like this is sort of the uh, the return to glory for the franchise. It was so really kind of weird seeing like humans in the Tron area <laughs> with the Tron. I know it's so like jarring. It's quite jarring. But I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. This this game looks pretty cool. I don't know that I'm gonna go out of my way to play it, but if I have a chance to, I'll probably give it a give it an honest go. Yeah, 
I'm surprised that when we when we played it at PAX, they're big. I can't remember the name of it now, but they basically have this like turbo parkour mode where you're like jumping off walls and you can kind of chain it where you can like quickly get around environments and then attack enemies where you're like jumping from wall to wall and then also other things in the environment like light posts or you know anything trees that might be around. And they didn't really even like talk about that at all. Whereas at PAX, like they were like really pushing that. So it's kind of surprised, but I think in the uh, in the trailer you can see a little bit of it. Um, they also big mechanic for people who don't know they didn't talk about it at all but you switch between the two main characters um and you don't it's not up to you when to change basically once you start one there's a timer and i think i guess this is where the dream comes in after that timer runs out you fall asleep and you just switch to the other character um okay and then when you, that character falls asleep you come back to the first one and you're right where you left off everything's the same as you left it it's sort of just this forced mechanic to have you switch between two different characters doing two different things it kind of seems so. like it might be a little irritating <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sort of. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if at some point maybe maybe you'll you know get some item later on in the game where now you change it will or that's not forced on you so much. But that they, that's what they were talking about at PAX. Sure. So, yeah. And the demo's coming to the eShop some point in the future. And I, yeah. So and I guess it, it's going to come out at the end of July. So that's actually very soon. Cool. And then uh, next was Scribble Knots Unlimited. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I was a little like I'm a little uh, I'm a little bit excited about it because it seems like they are making it more of an open world, and that was my number one problem with the first one. Is everything was like these little one-off things, and and I thought there would be a story or some kind of a cool, you know, world to explore in the first one that there wasn't. Um, so if there's actually something like that in here, and the the puzzles are more like dynamic or something or, or connected to each other, I guess. Um, could be good. I don't know. I like the idea. I always like the idea. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think adding story to it and, yeah, having a larger world where things, you know, the things you do kind of impact it and, and stick around, um, that would be interesting. Although, I guess if this is coming to 3DS and Wii U, I feel like I would probably play it on Wii U. Yeah, probably. But, I don't know. I'm kind of scribbled knotted out, <laughs> so I don't even think I'll play it either way, honestly. This is a game that I think really could have benefited from some sort of online mode. I mean, I think it, there could be a really cool, like, versus mode where, you you know, you go into a big open arena and you have to generate oh, man. monsters or, or something to uh, to maybe destroy your opponent's something or other that would first. Be, that know. would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. It seems like you're, you would have instant KOs all the time. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you just, just summon like Cthul- Armageddon. Cthulhu Armageddon. over and over again. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that would be, yeah. you could balance it somehow though. I mean, I'm sure. Sure. Yeah, or even like like timed, uh, timed events where you're trying to be the first to finish. You're going through a, seri- a series of tasks, yeah. Yeah, racing you somehow. Yeah. Be- yeah. And then uh, after that, we had a sizzle reel, and um, this that was featured... a pretty weak. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. You're right. I it just had to spit that out. <laughs> it was. It was. It was like, all right, here we go. And what's funny is, I feel like yesterday uh, during the press conference, they were really big on like, you know, we can't show any 3DS games, but we're gonna, you know, we're gonna be back tomorrow. And we're gonna have a lot of third party stuff, and you know, we're, we're really excited about that. And then there really wasn't there very much third party stuff at all. Um, but in this sizzle reel was Lego Batman 2 DC Superheroes. Transformers Prime, the game, Rabbids Rumble, and Heroes of Ruin. Mm. Um, mm. None of which did anything for me. <laughs> I, I guess is Heroes of Ruin supposed to be pretty good? I've heard good things about about it. Nothing else in that thing looked good at all. Um, 
And there were only yeah. four games there. It's like, that's not, I, I, I don't know. That was, made me a little bit sad. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Um, yeah, Heroes of Ruin is supposed to be pretty good. Um, yeah. I know, I, I didn't play it at PAX, but it was also in their room when I was playing, uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts. And it is, so it is by Square Enix and stuff. So I think it's got some, some pretty positive buzz. I know it's been delayed a few times now, though. Right. Um, so, I don't know. I, I know we have a preview from PAX on our site, so check it out. And there might even be new additional coverage from E3, so. Check it out. And then, uh, after that was this weird, like, I don't know, grouping of Pokemon Black and White 2, and then also, like, kind of touting their eShop and online numbers. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of weird, like, it just sort of jumped around. It was not a very, yeah, smooth, uh, section of the, of the Probably not too surprising, but no. I did notice that all of the, their best, uh, best selling uh, 3DS downloads were all free 3DS downloads. Oh, that was so awesome. And two of them, two of them they made you download. Pokedex yeah. and Nintendo Video, they throw on your system. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> essentially make you download. So, yeah, that was great. Yeah. And yeah, everything else was free. I mean, I wonder how many people downloaded Netflix and then, like, didn't use it because they don't actually have a Netflix account. Well, I didn't use it because it's also on my phone and my Wii and my Xbox and my PlayStation <laughs> and my Apple TV. Like right. I, I literally cannot look anywhere in my house without seeing something that can get on Netflix. So yeah, I got it on my electric toothbrush last week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah my micro, my microwave actually picks it up. That's so. the best. Um, actually, Andy, have you have you compared Netflix like on 3ds versus watching it say like on your iPhone or something? Yeah, the um, iPhone resolution is insanely much better than the, the 3ds okay. screen. Okay. I mean, it's That's it's it's watchable on 3ds. <laughs> I, I've I think I've maybe watched. Like a half an hour show twice when I was like in, at the in laws, like lying in bed while my wife took a shower or something. I would like pull. I've it out used it. I've used it a couple times, and the good thing about it is that <laughs> uh, if you're like lying in bed watching it or something, you can tilt the screen up and put yeah. the system down, and then it's got a little stand. Whereas if you're watching with your phone, you got to kind of hold it the whole time. Yeah, that's that's true. the yeah. number one benefit of that version. <laughs> but you know, it's not bad. So, um, so some other statistics they, uh, were talking about. 70% of, uh, 3DSs have been connected to the internet. Uh, there have been 58 million swap note messages, most of which are probably sitting unread because of the terrible interface. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> there have been 60 million video views in Nintendo Video in less than a year. Uh, and then we had the announcement of three idiots coming to Nintendo Video uh, right now. Three idiots. Three idiots. Oh, you're right. Three idiots. Three idiots. This this was the weirdest thing I like ever, and I've you know I know Nintendo. What is that thing that they uh, used to put on, or they still put on? It's like crazy, Nintendo week. The thing that they put week right. It's like they got all the props out of the the closet for that show or something, and they uh, got the blue screens out, and then they're making like a actual trying to make an actual show with it or something. Yeah, like a comedy. Yeah, like a comedy sketch show. Yeah, it looks like. Super silly. I guess there's a place for super silly humor, but uh, you know what I mean. And like super campy and like low low budget. Yeah, um, it was. All, it, it was all. I'm not sure. It's like you know. It seemed forced for sure. Yeah, and then it was all like kind of silly, and then it ended with this joke about like killing this guy, then having his his uh, widows and his slaves bury him. And I was like, well, that's kind of. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was kind of risque, like for Nintendo to end on. That's that note. the kind of thing that like could become successful if they like. Let people just discover it and then share it virally, but yeah, right. trying to shove it down our throats at a press conference is exactly the wrong way to push that kind of a thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right, trying to make bad stuff on purpose is very difficult. 
Uh, and yes. like, like, like cute, like purposely bad or purposely like cheesy. Is Call it zany deployed. all you want, but really it just looked. <laughs> yeah, at the end, the guy, I forget the guy's name, Scott. Scott Moffat. Moffat yeah, was like, Moffitt, that's, yeah. it's pretty zany guys at the end. It's pretty zany. Huh. <laughs> I actually thought that the, uh, the guy who was demoing Mario and, and Paper Mario, I thought he had more personality than any of the executives that oh, presented yeah. at either press conference. Yeah, he was good. I, I think he should have just ran the whole show. Honestly, probably. he really should have. He actually looked like someone who was passionate about the games, not an executive. Not a suit, yep. right? He seemed like yep. a real person. It was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, totally. And then, so they, then they tossed out some Pokemon stuff that meant nothing to me, um, like some new Pokedex 3D Pro stuff. Uh, um, yeah, and you can find Pokemon and transfer them to Black and White 2 when they come out. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. I guess that's interesting for some people. I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. really going to bother with any of that ex- extracurricular stuff. I might play Black and White too, but not really worried about all that other junk. Uh, and then we had a little bit of Lego Batman 2. The demo is av- apparently available right now. I was really surprised to learn that Lego Batman is the best-selling Lego game. I wouldn't have called that. Hey, you'd think Star Wars. I thought Star Wars or even possibly Harry Potter would have been way, like bigger. I don't know. Yeah, yeah totally. Weird. But yeah, Lego Batman, who knew? It's worth noting that Lego Batman is the only Lego game that's not based on an existing story. Like, I mean, it's got a franchise behind it, but it doesn't have a story that is retelling. A specific movie. Right. 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 They should do the Lego The Dark Knight and (laughs) make it gory as hell. I can just picture Lego Joker walking away from the hospital. (laughs) Or Lego Lego Two-Face, man. man. The plastic is just all melted. Melting away, yeah. (laughs) Um, And then, so it ended with New Super Mario Bros. 2. Which I yesterday, Andy, I was listening today to it, but um, on the post presser podcast, you guys were saying, or at least Mike was saying, that I think he was more excited about this one than New Super Mario Brothers U. But I, I'm like the opposite. No, I think that was probably me, and the only reason I was more excited about it was because it was on a handheld. Handheld, sure. Uh, because I play almost everything I play anymore. I play on a handheld. Right. Uh, Although with the Wii U, it's basically on a handheld. <laughs> I, I will say that I've watched a little bit of the the video that uh, was put up on NWR for the video uh, coverage of. Mario U, and man, 720p new Mario game with some of those really slick looking backgrounds. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. Like it it, it really is amazing what that higher resolution does for that game. It it looks fantastic. Totally. Mario New Mario Two by contrast looks fairly tired, but I'm still hungry for that kind of game. Right, right now I am. Uh, and so I'm looking forward to getting it. I'll probably buy it digitally just because I'm able to, and it'll be yeah. with it'll be with on my system at all times, which is kind of nice. And I, I resell a lot of games, but I don't resell those kinds of games. So, right. Hopefully, I'll get some sort of verification at some point that my purchase is re-downloadable in the event of me losing or breaking my 3ds. That's really the only thing stopping me from downloading it digitally, and it probably won't actually stop me from doing it. Right. Hopefully they'll talk, like, yeah, I I would think so. And hopefully they'll come out ahead of that and talk about it, and we won't find out, like, through horror stories, like, a year from now when people's 3DSs are breaking and they can't re-download that stuff. So, Um, But New Super Mario Bros. 2, I'm kind of confused by this whole, like, coin fixation in this game. It's It's just a... It's a weird thing, but I think it's just kind of a differentiator they came up up with in, like... um, it's weird though because it seems like that's always been the, the Wario shtick. 
Right. It's like, because all the war, like, I haven't played much Wario games, but the ones I have played are all, like, like him collecting money is, like, a huge the mechanic core, of the game. It's the core principle of the Wario character, really, at this point. Well, yeah, it's all his motivation. Yeah, and it sounds like this has a big, like, I'm not sure what, it seemed like there was some sort of a, you said something about a million coin goal, I don't know if that was a literal thing or, or not, um, or it, it seems like there was some sort of a reason outside of bragging to your friends. Uh, I kind of like the idea game. of, like, putting more secondary goals into the regular Mario game. I mean, they already had, they sure. already have, like, the three dinosaur coins that you have to collect, or whatever they're called. Well, um, star coins. Star coins. Yeah, sure. and they, yeah, exactly. They already have those, and, and, so, and I think, I think this, that's what this is. It's just, it's just another side goal when you're playing through the game. I wouldn't be surprised at all if the, there are level unlocks based on your total coin count. Um, uh huh. So, yeah, we'll, so we'll see. I, I'm anxious for this game. I'm looking forward to it. You know what's hilarious is that, you know, even at, like in the previous new Super Mario Brothers games, um, like you, if you're any good, uh, by like the second world, you're probably going to have like 99 lives. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the coins in this game still give you one ups. So they've got a, they're probably going to up the, the maximum to 999 or something. And we're going to hit that. I, I mean, think it's so, going to be nuts. They need to, they need to just well, they drop may, the whole life system, honestly. They, they may up the number of coins it takes to get you an extra life as well. Well, I was watching the video, and when you watch him do the coin, when he's, like, blasting everything with his the coin it, yeah, power it was up, every 100. He, he runs through, and every time you hit 100, you hear the, the one-up noise. Yeah. Uh, okay. At this point, at this point because, because they give you so many lives, at this point, it's only there... Because they, because it's, it's retro. iconic, you know, yeah. you want to see that green mushroom, you want to hear that noise. I mean, they're, they're so readily, they're so readily available. And even if you run out of lives, you just continue and start from where you were. I mean, it's meaningless. It's just yeah. there because it's nostalgic and, and retro, like you said. Or yeah. maybe the alternatively is that this is the most absurdly hard Mario game ever devised. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll, yeah we'll it, it's going, it's going to be like Super Mario Brothers 2 on the NES in Japan or oh, on the yeah. Famicom. It'll be like that very, very last age of 3D land. But for, uh, yeah. for most of the game, um, I, I do want to comment on the multiplayer mode. I think it's great that it's there, cooperative multiplayer between two systems. But what the hell with being tied to one screen, Wait, where you know what? whatever whatever brothers ahead, that's where the screen follows. Yeah, that's what I, I was thinking. Why it doesn't why make any sense? Somebody in a bubble. How awesome would it be if you could both be just be running around looking everywhere for coins and stuff, and just like just messing around? I mean, why yeah. why didn't they do that? That doesn't make sense think... on a multi-screen system at all. No, not at all. I don't, yeah, maybe they just want it to be like the, the past game because they assume, you know, people, I don't know, casual people would have played the, the one on the Wii that had the bubbles and they'd be used to it. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Yeah, it, it just, it just seems kind of bizarre. And I, I was also hoping and I don't, you know, they didn't say it and it's probably not going to happen, but I was, when they uh, showed that co-op, I was really hoping they were going to say it was online. Yeah, I would I, I, like if it was online co-op. I would my reservations would go out the window pretty much. Yeah, that would be awesome. Well, I, get, I I guess they technically didn't say either way, but I, I don't think, think someone. It is. Uh, I don't think yeah, it is. so I guess we'll see. But it does release uh, fairly soon, August nineteenth, uh, both retail and download. I think it's going to be the first fully downloadable game on the eShop. If they've said that a so. few times. Okay, cool. So. There's that, and then uh, late breaking news after the conference, uh, Reggie revealed that Fire Emblem is in fact coming to North America at some point. He thought it was in the press kit; it wasn't. So yeah, apparently, yeah. apparently Stephen Totillo of of Kotaku asked Reggie about it at the press event right at, right after it ended, 
And Reggie said, yeah, of course it's come to North America, wasn't it? Wasn't it in the press kit? And Totillo looked at him and said, no, it wasn't. And Reggie said, oh, well, I guess I just broke it. <laughs> so there you go. He doesn't and even care. And then, right. and then I think about 10 to, 10 to 15 video game journalists immediately tweeted it out. Yeah. Right. And somewhere, someplace, a low-level Nintendo employee just lost his job. Yeah. So. Boom. Um, there you go. I'm happy about that. I wish they showed it, man. I love I love Fire Emblem. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm me all too. over it. I'm all over it. Oh. I was kind of hoping, to, you know, I had my hopes just overall for the um, this event. I was had my, you know, pretty high expectations because I thought they would, you know, there was a lot of disappointment about the uh, the Wii U uh, presentation, and I thought they were going to pick up the ball a lot more with new stuff. Yeah. And they didn't really at all. Like, I think everything in here was known ex- to exist, at least, except for, I don't know, um, maybe some of that stuff in the sizzle reel. I don't know. No, it was all known to exist. There was not a new game. There was no new game announcement this entire event. Well, there you totally. go. So that, that made me a little sad. I was hoping for something in another franchise that was not Mario, because they've really nailed Mario, like, lately. And, uh, you know, I, Zelda and Metroid would have been cool. I would have been good with, you know, anything. Star Fox, um, you know, F-Zero. I was kind of hoping for it, maybe even in Advance Wars. Um, oh, yeah. But that, 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 uh, the Animal Crossing was missing as well. Yeah, it was weird. And people in the chat room were flipping in a bad way about that, because like, by the end, um, there were some Animal Crossing, Crossing nuts in there. Um, but, you know, so I was a little bit disappointed by the fact that there was nothing kind of that shocked me in there. But um, the three or four games that looked good were really cool. I, uh, I'm... There's at least two games in there, I think, that I'm, like, sold on. So it's, right. it's pretty exciting. Maybe more. Probably more. Yeah, I, I think there were no big surprises in this. It was all things we knew about. But compared to the Wii U presser, which just showed a lot of games no one cared about, I think, for me at least, a lot of these games it sold me on. I mean, even Andy was just saying he wants to get Kingdom Hearts now, probably, and he's never even played any of them, <laughs> you know? Like, right. so I think it just just showing that gameplay and just straight through, no real interruption, no, like, stopping to show something no one cared about. It was just like, here's all the games we coming out, like, this year, and here's what they look like, and here's some people to talk about them. So it was good. I mean, no, no big surprises, no surprise, you know, no big reveal at the end. But uh, it served its purpose, and it sold me on a lot of games that you know I was on the fence about. So yeah. I guess there was no uh, karaoke game in there, so, so we're yeah, yeah. we good. Yeah, I was really hoping for a new a new Zelda or a new Metroid game on 3DS. I I think there's there's none of those games look bad, but none of them are what I'm really looking for out of the system. I'm looking for action platformers. I guess Castlevania fits the bowl. The bill yeah, that. that's my number one game in the thing. I think. Yeah, I think for me, probably Castlevania was probably my number one as well. Uh, you know, the, the Mickey game looks interesting. I'm a little concerned with the way it plays, but it's, I, I like the setting a lot, and uh, I like the I like the idea of visiting old Disney games. That's there's a lot of there's a lot of gold to mine there. Oh yeah. Mario would gold. mine that gold. There we go. <laughs> he will, yeah, because he's a gold fiend, a gold digger. So, um, yeah, I guess that'll do it. So thanks, uh, Grant and Andy, for being here. Thanks, no Scott. Yeah, and thank you, the listener, for listening. Uh, if you've got any thoughts, you can always send those to connectivity at nintendoworldreport.com. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys later. Thanks. All right, see you. Bye.